actually speaking to the macho man Randy Savage. You are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. episode oh what episode is this 183 i'm chris I rucker feel like that's with, right i feel like that's right yeah i'm chris rucker along with marty vasquez we are back after taking a week off last week for uh wrestlemania backlash and for naps because we both and for mother's sick. day <laughs> I put, mean, on, yeah, put it on I the mothers guess. man put it on the mothers it's, yeah it's your it's everybody's mama's fault uh, but we're back. We're here. We're live on Twitch. I mean, we TV. are. We are your monster at podcast, right? So yeah, mill friendly. Gotta show respect here. to them. Respect. Yeah. How you been, Marty? It's been a couple weeks. I've been good, man. Uh, been busy at work, getting ready for that summer season, which is our heaviest time of the year. Uh, not gonna lie, I've been off and on, like kind of sick in the last few days. Um, the whole house has been. Um, it's kind of sucked. One of the kids just. Just get sick no matter you can look at him the wrong way he'll get sick and then it always just trickles down to everybody else and uh it just sucks but other than that it hasn't been a bad week been pretty good um so yeah other than that how you been man been pretty good uh working a lot as usual um just <clears throat> works kicking my ass works kicking everybody's ass like the way we talked about this on on eighty proof lately. The way, the way these fucking jobs just work the shit out of you, with like no regard for you having a personal life or or anything. You know what I mean? Just, I mean, I guess that's the way of the world. But it is what it is. So working a lot, uh, been exercising a lot, been trying to stay healthy. I didn't drink anything alcoholic all week, so that was a win. Shit. Uh, I know I sound like an alcoholic when I say that, but it was a big deal. <laughs> but it was, you know, I was thinking it was actually, uh, it was kind of like a good thing because on Friday I had something to like look forward to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just sitting down, having a fucking drink. The week is over with, worked my ass off. Um, yeah, just having a drink, a little cocktail, if you will. So I think I'm going to try that again this week, not drink any alcohol throughout the week. And it's getting hot. I work outside. I do a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, so having alcohol in your system in 90-degree weather in Georgia probably isn't the best way to go about it. So trying to drink more water, trying to mind my business, as they say. But, yeah, that's about it. Uh Real quick, you picked up any figures lately? Have you seen any figures lately? I feel like they're nah, scarce man, I, as hell. I haven't been to the store uh, to look for anything in, in a while. It's been a good minute. Um, yeah, I haven't even looked at anything. Um, I feel like I finally got some shit delivered this week after like buying it like over a year ago. Um, some figures I bought like last year. But yeah. other than that, no, man, it had, I haven't. Like, I've been so out of it lately. just been working home and um yeah like there's like to the point of this way uh there's movies out right now that i really want to go see in the theaters but i haven't gone to do that yet uh, i think i've been to the movies once 
in the last since things started to open up i used to go to movies like once a week if not more and yeah. i've been to the movies once in the last two years you know yeah, last and, movie i saw was batman it was a hunk yeah, of shit that's the last time movie i saw um you know and dr strange came out yeah last week and um still the the fantastic beast movie came out a couple you know about a month Potter, ago. right it's a Harry Potter world, yes. Yeah. Um, but I haven't even watched that yet. And so it's like, I can find time to do something. Um, but no, it's just been working and that's it. And home. And so I haven't even stopped by the store store like on the way home at all to even look yet. So if you see anything or find like, anything yet? No. Uh I've been looking for the Batista figure. Apparently that's like the fucking golden ticket, the Batista mm-hmm. Ultimate Edition one. I thought it would be plentiful, but all I see when I'm out is Alexa Bliss and The Undertaker. And I've seen a couple of the Kane Ultimate Editions. There's a lot of AEW figures are out everywhere now, though. Like, Walmart and Target. It's like it's like they held them all. Like, they let it bottleneck in the back. And then they just let them all out at the same time. And it's all the same nice. fucking, like, two or three series ago. And it's just nothing but fucking Riho and... Uh, the first the first class that's, that was out, like, six years yeah. ago? Yeah. I mean, I just Before saw the MJF one the other day. Uh, Britt Baker, she's everywhere now. Uh, the new one or the original figure? The that original. looks like crap. Yeah, that original one is everywhere now. And then saw a bunch of Ty Conti's the other day. Um, hmm. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I Figures not really... You know, I'm thinking about just being done with figures. <laughs> I found myself looking around my room the other day like what the fuck am I doing with all this shit like what is the point and so uh, I don't know not belts uh, maybe maybe that's what I'll do maybe I'll sell all my figures and just start buying belts nice left and right um, but yeah as far as merch and shit like that I hadn't really I hadn't really bought anything WWE shops got the WCW world title uh, replica not the big gold, the one when Flair went to WWF and took big gold with him. They had to make their own WCW world title. It was always one of my favorites. Um, the one Ron Simmons won when he beat Vader. Sting beat Luger for it. Like, it was just a a good-looking belt, and they finally put out a replica for it. And their replicas have gotten really good. Uh, I got the U.S. title over there from WCW. So WCW belts would be... That'd be a really good collection to start because that was my favorite promotion when I was growing up. But other than that, man, hadn't bought anything. Uh, I watched all the wrestling this week except for NXT. So whatever you want to talk about, I'm actually fucking prepared for it. I watched everything except for Rampage this week. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, and I, I saw because I caught up last night. I, I, you know, I was talking to you last night. I was like, yeah, I finished up the shows this week. And I was like, ah, oh, Rampage. I don't know if I can do it. I'm fucking tired. And then I saw that the, um, I think uh, Scorpio and Frankie fought Friday night, yeah. correct? Yep. I was Main like, event. damn, gotta fucking watch that. I want to see that match. Yeah. And I'll just wake up early and watch in the morning. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> so, um, no, well, that's uh, I'm start us, off we should be able to, we should be able to cover everything between the two of us. I mean, it sounds pretty good. Um, Let's start beginning the week. We'll start with WrestleMania Backlash. I mean, we were off last week because of it. It was a big event. Um, yeah. Let's let's start off with that. Uh, what were your initial thoughts for the pay per view? It was better than I thought it would be. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. really annoying, the WrestleMania Backlash in itself, in that 
it's literally just rematches from WrestleMania. Like, Lashley versus Omos, Charlotte versus Rousey, Cody versus Seth. Um, everything. Edge versus AJ. AJ versus AJ, right? Madcap like, versus Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's matches when I don't care about them. Um, so, but the pay-per-view in itself was actually decent. Cody and Seth are like leaders in the clubhouse for match of the year this year. Both of them, WrestleMania and WrestleMania Backlash. And more than likely, they're going to be in hell in the cell. Like, apparently Cody just left AEW, came to WWE, and just said, I'm about to fucking wrestle my ass off. And they put him in there with Seth, who's fucking dope. Um, That was a great match. I really enjoyed the six-man main event, uh, the Bloodline versus... I was surprised that Bloodline won because I figured it would lead to something involving Reigns and, and McIntyre, but now it's looking like it might be Reigns and Riddle coming down the line, or maybe even a fucking triple threat between Reigns, uh, Orton, and Riddle, which I wouldn't be mad at. Uh, EJ in the chat says Ronda versus Charlotte was fire. That was that was way better than the match at WrestleMania, and I love the ending of it, uh, and Charlotte quote-unquote breaking her arm. At first, I was like, these motherfuckers just making up body parts. But then <laughs> then your boy Pat McAfee jumped right in there and was like, just so you know, it's part of the forearm, blah, blah, blah. Um, that was a good match. Omos and Lashley was, I like. I enjoyed the WrestleMania match better, but, you know, it it served its purpose. Now they have a cage match coming tomorrow. Isn't it tomorrow? Yes, Monday night. Yeah. So I enjoyed the pay-per-view. What about you? That was really good. Um, you know, make your comment about you know the wrestle about backlash being basically the same thing WrestleMania was, and it's been that way forever. Um, I mean, go back to two thousand, and it was that's exactly what it was. You know, and a lot of times it was, and you kind of like the Ronda versus Charlotte. That's when the person you wanted to win at WrestleMania who didn't win would normally win. <laughs> yeah, you know, Triple H wins the four way match, and then backlash the Rock beats Triple H. You know, so. It's, it's so just it's, it's always been that way. Um, you know, the, the fact they called it WrestleMania Backlash, it's just a long fucking name. Just call it Backlash. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but you're right. Cody and Seth have just fucking been on top of it since they got there. Um, I enjoy watching Cody right now. Uh, I, you know, when he's out there to wrestle and to just be part of the program, it's fantastic. And I think that's the difference from him here and he how he was in, in AEW is that in AEW, he was there to wrestle, but to get people over, but also build the brand. I just felt he was wearing too many hats in AEW that it might have, like, just, it made you not want to watch Cody for a while, you know? And now he's just part of a program, and it's entertaining, and it's good to watch. And the chemistry that him and Rollins have is just so fucking good on TV. Um, I'm good with more of that. And, um, yeah, I think they're going to be in the Hell in a Cell. I think... Oh, honestly, I feel like we're going to end up getting a tag team match in the Hell in a Cell. Um, have we had a tag? We've had a tag team Hell in a Cell, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Years uh, back? You had the Usos in the New Day, which That's was fucking... That's what I thought. That mm, shit was um, brutal. You could, I, because this week, we got we got the RK Bro versus the, the Bloodline for the Tag Team Championship Unification on Friday night. Um, I feel like Roman gets involved in this, obviously with the riddle shit at the end of, of SmackDown. Uh, so I think that leads to a, a Hell in a Cell tag team match where Roman can't get involved and and they have that match and, and they unify a Hell in a Cell. Because it just doesn't make sense to, to unify the tag team belts on SmackDown. 
Ratings, uh, bro. Ratings, yeah, but why would the... You, I mean, uh, there the, are, way the, the way the... Ratings came out, and, and let's put it this way. For Friday night, Shark Tank and SmackDown own that time slot on Friday nights. It, it, that came out yes, or this morning. Um, so, I mean, they got the ratings there. They got the... They're pulling the, the traffic to their program. But fucking USA, man, like, how, how do you feel? How If you're USA execs, like, how do you feel... You're losing tag team championships. A big match like that. And you're not even just being on USA, but like the Peacock. You know, you had that shot on, on a pay-per-view. That's a big match. And the Hell in a Cell, um, I dig it. Um, because you figure there's probably going to be two Hell in a Cell matches. The only other match I can feel that can be in a Hell in a Cell is maybe Edge and AJ lead that way. Just because of, of you know, the... the Interference from Damian at WrestleMania and Rhea Ripley at Backlash, but I really don't want to see Edge and AJ in a cell match. You know, uh, I'd be down for the RK bro and the Usos and the Hell in a Cell, uh, but you know, to just to make our way through, you know, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. I thought that was a fantastic make her tap. It was or make her quit. Um, great match to get her to go away. I hope she's gone for a lot longer. Let her come back a lot longer let some time simmer there and let her come back uh overall the pay-per-view um yeah i enjoyed it it wasn't it, you know it didn't seem overly long it felt really um just enjo- entertaining enjoyable uh, and it just kind of just was very fluid i enjoyed it from start to finish yeah as as far as the tag match being on fox though the way the pay-per-view stuff is set up now it's not even a pay-per-view anymore like pickup subscribers are there like they're gonna watch regardless so why not push everybody and fox is paying more money than fucking usa did so they're probably gonna get the bigger matches um but as long as you're promoting what's happening on monday night raw then like i think they've been doing a good job of that lately like oh we're gonna show up on smackdown and challenge the usos and oh roman's gonna come to monday night raw and and do this on Monday. I think they're doing a good job of cross-promoting each other. So, I don't know. I mean, USA really can't say shit because, one, Raw's three hours long. It's on a Monday night. It's on cable. It's not even regular TV. So, Fox is going to get the bulk of the the viewership. And fucking Bloodline's on Mon- on Friday nights. And Friday SmackDown's just easier to watch. It's Friday night. You know, if you're not going out, they can put it on at the bar. Like, they probably get ratings for it. Like, it's just, it's a, SmackDown just feels cooler than Raw, if that makes sense. Just the look, the vibe of all of it. It's just the easier fucking watch. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, this Monday, you know, this Monday night, I thought was really good. Uh, I watched the whole episode. I don't think I fast forward through anything on Monday night. I can't, I can remember. But I feel like Monday night's been putting out, I know a lot of people give shit to them. I feel like Monday night's been giving a lot better quality product over the last month or so. Uh, maybe, you know, a moment here and there. But at the same time, SmackDown does the same shit. Um, you know, I know you enjoy Happy Corbin, but Matt Cat Moss, Happy Corbin, it just fast forward it. And, um, you know, SmackDown, Raw, I feel like, I don't know. I enjoyed Raw this week. and I, But then again, I enjoyed SmackDown too. So, um, My favorite thing and, about Raw uh Real quick, EJ pointed it out too. Was Becky calling out the dumbass fucking championship contender stuff? Like, she's like, wait, so 
I, you she's got to beat the champion to get a championship match. Like that doesn't even make sense. Uh, and then she also called out like, why the fuck Oscar's getting the championship contender match when she didn't even win? Liv Morgan won, who then got her ass kicked by Rhea Ripley. Um, and real quick before we get off WrestleMania backlash, how fucking stupid was it that Rhea Ripley came out in her fucking ring gear, but she had a hoodie on, so we're not oh. supposed to know who she is? Seriously, like I could tell it was her by her fucking boots. Right. She had the fucking pants on with that literally said nightmare on the front of them. <laughs> and she's, she's so dumb. There. Like so ridiculous. Like you could have you could have small details. All you do is one thing different. Just wear a fucking pair of pants and jeans. Or uh and shoes. Regular shoes, yeah. One one detail would have changed the entire would have changed the outcome. Everybody knew it was you standing out there and then you jump in, it's like, okay, well it's yeah. We got we got it. It's like we saw this coming. Um I was just I was listening to Busted Open this week and they're like, Well, how do you know you saw this open coming? How do you how do you, could you see this coming? It's like because there's been small interactions and you can just see it you see it happening. Like it just makes sense. The fucking purple uh, light behind her every time she's backstage. Yeah. I don't know. It was just ridiculous. Um small details could have gone a long way. Um, and with that, I mean, we had a return on SmackDown this week as well. A Raw. Did I say SmackDown? I'm sorry. A Raw this week. Queen Bliss herself, Alexa Bliss. Little Miss Bliss. Returned after, what, like eight months being gone? Um, well, she came back briefly, like recently, in the past couple of months, uh, is she not? Well, she came back for those those video packages. So I guess that makes sense. But she hasn't been back in the ring for like eight months. Um I don't know. I, mean, I think she she's a nice little shot of adrenaline into that that program or that women's division, um, especially Charlotte's. Well, Charlotte's on on SmackDown, but just yeah. in general, um, you know, having Alexa back, I I think she's good on the mic. I think she's entertaining, as long as they let her do her thing. I thought the match though was kind of odd, and I feel like they could have. She could she could have just hit her music and came out, and the fact that. Um, Adam Pierce had an announcer. I don't know. It just it, it just seemed kind of kind of weak return. Um, but then she beat Sonya Deville in two in two you know two move set and it was done. Um, I don't know. I'm glad that Sonya Deville is no longer an official because then maybe that means we don't get her on TV as much. Because man, when my my level of annoyance was beyond that shit. Uh, she's just horrible, man. It was horrible. So, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. Uh, hopefully that they don't screw Alexa. EJ says, you know, she's the goddess again, but carrying the doll. Seems like a money grab. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. I hope they do something well with her. Uh, I don't think she'll be a champion anytime soon, but at least some program um, that's decent, good, not something fucking mixed up with, like, Dewdrop or Nikki A.S.H. or whatever. Um, something quality would be good to, to see her in. Yeah. I I'm my needle doesn't move at all with Alexa Bliss. Like she's just another wrestler on TV to me. Uh, if they keep her out of the title picture, I'm fine with it. Like she's she's kind of entertaining. I just want her to go back to being a heel. Like she's so good on the mic, mm-hmm. but this little like character she's got now, where she basically has this weird personality. I don't. It's just not doing it for me. But like EJ said in the chat, it's a it's a money grab. Like. That's why they still got her coming out with the doll. Apparently, those things are selling. I mean, shit, Marty, you got one. Got two. Got two. two? <laughs> what the got fuck? Two. 
Are they different? Yeah, yeah, because you got you got you got the original one, right? With the original one. Which I got that one because people in my house are scared of it. So I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like, y'all better sit y'all's ass down. I'm going to go get the doll. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Uh, I was told that better never come into the bedroom or I'm going to burn it. I'm like, so it's like one of those things like hide the, hide the Chucky doll in the corner of the room to let it stare, you know? And That's then there's, there's the other one with the championship title. Ah, gotcha. So, um, but yeah, so there's two of those. Um, that's the one from the storyline with, with Charlotte, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a money grab. I mean, they're like thirty bucks a piece, so it's definitely grabbing. They're selling out every time you go. They're sold out. So, I mean, that's why she's still carrying the motherfucker, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're just gonna keep making them until they quit selling. Uh, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't she? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially why wouldn't she want to carry it out there? She's getting paid off that too. So, hell yeah. So real quick, you you got who you think the two. Hell in a Cell matches are like I, I obviously I think Cody and Seth is headed that way. Uh, I don't think they've had enough time to build it up, but I would love to see Becky and Oscar in there because they have such good chemistry and they got a they got an actual built in story for years between the two of them. But they've been trying to play it up, but I don't think they've got enough time to put those two in a Hell in a Cell. I mean, I, I'd like to see a women Hell in a Cell match though, but it's got to be the right women. You know what I mean? Like. So far, the three women's Hell in a Cell matches have been fucking good. Uh, Sasha versus Bailey, Sasha versus Becky, and Sasha versus Charlotte like have all been really good Hell in a Cell matches. With Charlotte and Sasha probably being the worst one, but um, that was the first one too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, so I I wouldn't mind seeing the women in a Hell in a Cell. I mean, why fuck not? Like, like I said, that that Becky and Sasha match was fucking brutal. What they were doing to each other, I like that kind of <laughs> shit. Like. Get two women that don't like each other in there. Cody and Seth are going to fucking kill it in there. But I'm not opposed to what you said, which was the tag team hell in the cell either. Like, I feel like if chicanery takes hold on Friday, that may be where they're headed to. Which I feel like that's what's going to happen. I mean, and the fact that they've drawn, been drawing out the whole unification, um, I think it's it's that's too big of a story to culminate at... at you know, and even if even if like the match ends with the with the um with like Roman interjecting himself and it comes to a finish still, you know, a rematch at Hell in a Cell, like no, this is bullshit. We're gonna have this match at WrestleMania or at Hell in a Cell, no no interference, whatever. It still makes sense. Right. Um, I want to see Cody and, and Seth in there be the final match they have for a while. Here's the thing: I don't want Cody and Seth to end for good, but I do want it to like come to this last match, and then have a break. Because I feel like Cody versus Seth is a feud that we can have for years. And then four years, be at that top tier. Um, I, so Cody and Seth's one I want to see in there. The Usos versus RK-Bro is one I want to see in there. However, I feel as much as that's going to lean that way, I feel like we can end up getting Edge versus AJ in that Hell in a Cell. Just because it's Edge, it's AJ. He hasn't had one yet. Um and just with with the fact they've had, you know, interjection the entire time, interference the entire time, has led to AJ losing both matches. That's the only reason why I think that that can end up being the uh, the one they get. Um, but I would rather see Cody and Seth in the tag team championship match in there. Um, as a guy, like I just put in the chat, I'm not a fan of Edge or AJ, and you're saying that it's leaning towards that. How does everybody else feel about like you like both of them? How do you feel about the program? Like, you think it's hell in a cell worthy? Do you, you think want me it's to tell you hit, right like, 
I love this program until Rhea Ripley got involved. Oh, right. Wow. She, she just does not do anything for me. Like, I can't, she annoys me. She, she like, so we're going to, uh, you know, I have some com- I have notes in here to talk about, you know, Rhonda and how she is, but like, Rhea Ripley, she just, I don't know, man. Her character just comes off so forced and fake. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. Um, maybe this is who she really is. Uh, but we've seen her grow from what she was to what she is now. Um, I feel like she's playing, like, you know, people were talking about Becky playing cosplay. I feel like Rhea Ripley is playing cosplay. I feel like Rhea Ripley is trying so hard to get this character over, making her look hard as hell. Uh, but then she's out there smiling and, and giggling and her, like, her forced, like, serious face is just so not believable. And she's standing up next to Edge and Priest and they're talking and, then she gets up there and starts talking, trying to like match their their cadence, and it's like, mm, the, no. The no. worst part about that whole thing on on Monday was they built Liv Morgan up so fucking hard for her to be a babyface. She was in a fucking world title match at day one against Becky, mm-hmm. right? And they just punked her out so bad, like she's on there screaming and crying. But then Ben Bowler's music hits. You think he's coming to help her? Him and AJ are sitting there fucking giving the two sweet sign in the aisleway while she's in the fucking ring getting her ass kicked, like screaming for help. They didn't give a fuck about her. They were just showing up for the match at the end. It was almost as bad as, like, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to come out. And it was almost like Jeff Hardy's music hit, and he starts dancing down. (laughs) His brother's getting his ass whooped, and he's in the fucking aisleway doing the jig. Like, yeah, they came out, and Finn just stopped halfway down. Then AJ's music hit. He did his little fucking pose. The pyro went up. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, poor little Liv getting her ass whooped the whole time. Like, get down to the ring, sir. Help the woman out. <laughs> oh, man. But no, I uh, I enjoy the program. <clears throat> yeah. um, the fact that, yeah, that Finn Balor's got involved in it, um, I think that's interesting. I would love to see a program with like a- or, uh, AJ and Balor or like a team. Maybe they build their own little group up. Not quite the club. Um Obviously, they were never in the Bullet Club really together because AJ replaced, you know, Finn Balor. They kicked mm-hmm. Finn Balor out, and AJ was the new leader. So um, they kind of crossed paths in the Bullet Club, but there's still Bullet Club. Bullet Club's for life. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see them, you know, maybe recruit some people as well, get a faction. I'm all for some good factions. You know, we have the Bloodline. We have um, the Judgment Day, which is a stupid fucking name. Then we have whatever it is with AJ and Finn Balor. I think that's solid. We're in the toxic past. Attraction. With, oh, yeah. Yeah, Toxic Attraction. But then we the look at the baddies. The baddies in, the last, in AEW. Right. In the past in WWE, they've had factions. And I'm just like, okay, well, these factions suck. Like, quit trying to make shit happen. It's, it's clearly not happening with, with them. Like, let's let it go. I will say, though... Even though I don't like the Judgment Day, like I'm, I'm not a fan of the three of them together. I am intrigued by having a faction with, with not just uh, men or not just women in it, having a mixture of both. Like, and then they talked about maybe putting more people in there. I, I am kind of intrigued by that. I'm intrigued to see yeah. how that's gonna play out because when they were you're gonna have to there, have another woman. It wasn't quite the same level, but like when I got when they're all three are up there, you know, it just took me back. It's like. Sean, Triple H, China, you know, um, obviously these are going to be a little more dark and serious version, but 
if they do it right. I mean, I mean, Rhea Ripley could be as you know as dominant in the division as China was. I mean, China fucking kicked everyone's ass. It doesn't matter with a man or a woman. Can't take that away from her. Rhea Ripley could be a dominant badass as well if they let her do it. But um, let her be the badass and just take the mic from her. Don't let her. I mean, I know that sounds wrong and sounds bad, but out of the three of them, she's the worst one on the mic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but no, I've always been a fan of Damian Priest or Punishment Martinez. Um, I've always been hot and cold with Edge. I do enjoy him. Uh, he's not my favorite, but I do wa- love watching him wrestle. And so, you know, having that go on, AJ, and I- I'm a big fan of AJ, big fan of Beller. So I'm all for more of that as well. Uh, <clears throat> Adrian Ruiz asked, Naomi in the bloodline makes sense uh, eventually, but not yet. It has to be done right. And they've even asked her, like she's been made interviews and, you know, she's she's made comments about how, you know, it's odd she's not in the bloodline considering she's with the bloodline twenty four seven. But like she's doing her thing with Sasha right now, and she's yeah. and that's going really well. It it doesn't make sense for her to join the bloodline at this moment because they haven't been feuding with anybody that has female, you know, um, partnership or anything like that. So mm. why have you don't just have her join just to join? Yeah. She needs to join. Like, if, if there's a group they're wrestling, say, like, AJ, or, I mean, RK Bro, all of a sudden brings somebody into their program, then it makes sense. But if there's nobody that they're feuding with that has a female talent there, there's no reason just to have her there, especially when she's already, when she's at the top of the women's division with tag team championships, and her and Sasha are tag team, and they're running through the division. There's no reason to stop that, uh, because I don't think you can have that and have her in the bloodline. It just doesn't make sense. Finally, um, feels like the women's tag titles are important for the first yeah. time in like a long time. A them. while. So uh, I mean, if you look at it, the last couple tag teams have just been like, have had the title bouts on them just to give them title bouts, but they have not been enjoyable. Yeah. You know, so uh, <clears throat> we got to take a real quick break. This will be the only break we take, Marty, and then when we come back. We got uh, we got thirty minutes because we both got to get up out of here right at twelve thirty. So we come back. We'll hit the rest of the stuff. That we got to talk about here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better immunity and to optimize my immune system after COVID. Now I've been taking it for about three weeks and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It's got kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day and night. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. Again, I take this every morning to support my immune system. Let's talk about some health facts and importance of the multivitamin. It's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. As far as the price, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing into your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting into different supplements yourself. You're investing in the all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, as far as testimonials, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, recommended by professional athletes, and is trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you. Cooking a hot bus, fucking on your bitch, your thot Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, bro. I don't trust nobody, keep the uh. Call up the gang and they come for ya. My bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. So my bitch is bad and bougie. Cooking up dope with dozy. My head is a savage, ruthless. We got 30s and 100 rounds too. Will he well? Rackets on rackets, got backings on backings. I'm riding around in the coupe. I take your bitch right from you. Bitch, I'm a dog. Beat the whole walls loose. Then hop in the frog. I tell that bitch it can come for me. Swear all these hitters is under me. They hating the devil, keep jumping me. Big rules on me, keep me company. Hey, hated the moon. Welcome back. Boot to the face. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez, episode 183, talking everything in the world of professional wrestling. Um, let's get to some AEW, Marty. Like I said, I didn't watch NXT. I know they had the the next, what's it, the tournament or whatever that they're about to do with all the women in it. The uh, Owen Hart uh, tournament? No, 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 on NXT. Oh, NXT, I'm sorry. That's just, that's just AEW. Um, I don't know. I I. I I forgot. Yeah, I didn't watch NXT this week. I'm going to have to catch up on NXT because NXT is actually starting to get intriguing again to me because they got a lot of new women wrestlers coming through um, to go along with Toxic Attraction and mm-hmm. Nikita Lyons and Lash Legend. You got uh, Roxy from ROH that's there. She's been feuding with Nad Neidhart. Uh, Tatum Paxley's another one. Like They got a lot of new women coming through that I feel like People better start keeping their eye on because that WWE's women's division, when they start calling all these people up, it's going to get really fucking good. Um, but yeah, let's get to AEW. AEW Wednesday <clears> Night <throat> Dynamite. The street's been waiting. And we finally got it. After all this time, the storm was a brewing and the haters were hating. But we had Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter in the opening round of the, of the Owen Hart ma- uh, tournament. And I'm a, I don't care what anyone says. This match delivered on all aspects. I I haven't really like looked at feedback on it. I know that this is what I want to say about the end of the match. Okay, I was gonna say I have a comment for the end of the match, but I'll hear. I'll let you hear your I first. have a comment also. I'm gonna tell you why I liked it because okay. it looked real. It looked like a real fight. When she hit her with that pile driver, it looked like Hater was trying to fight it off, and she was like, "No, bitch, you're going to sleep," and dropped mm-hmm. her on her head. It didn't look like 
you know, she wasn't standing there fucking posing like, I'm about to do my finishing move, blah, blah, blah. She fucking hit it out of nowhere and put her ass to sleep and then beat her. And I enjoyed that. They were, that fucking rock bottom hater hit on her on the outside of the ring was was fucking crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I've been waiting on this match for a while, you know, for more than one reason. Um, but to see it, actually happen and see them like actually beat the shit out of each other i love tony storm looks different i know she got a haircut but is it am i crazy no she just she looks different she looks like she's moving around different like i don't know if she was injured when she was in wwe but she just looks she's got a different walk to her she looks like she got a little more fit she looks like she she slimmed down a little bit more uh which she's moving faster like she's hitting those those ropes and she was in that shit fast and she was just flying uh, I'm like, oh shit! It's like she's she's coming out like the last couple of years. Can fucking leave it in the past because I'm about to turn this bitch up a notch, and you're not gonna know what's gonna happen. Um, so I don't know. Like she she definitely look looks. I don't know. She does look different than she did in NXT. I will give you that. Um, and I'm but I'm excited but, they gave her the pile driver back as her finisher mm-hmm. instead of that weak ass fucking Pearl River plunge she was doing in WWE. That move's not supposed to beat anybody. A fucking double arm underhook uh wannabe power bomb where you don't even pick them all the way up like mm-hmm. that move's not gonna beat anybody that pile driver put jamie hater to sleep yeah uh and so like the, the finish like i understand your point um i like the fact that just kind of rolled right into it and just kept it going and finished it off like quickly rather than doing the pose and set up and i thought you know between the two it needed to be that quick, just boom, 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 done. Yeah. Um, but man, I just I don't know. It just looks sloppy. It look like, like obviously it's going to be more like fast real time, so it's not going to be perfect. But it it didn't. Uh, the way she hit it didn't look like it would be enough to knock her out. Yeah, and that that was my only problem. Like it didn't look. It looked like she just rolled into it, and I just, it it made it hard to believe that that put her down for the three count. Um. If it had hit a little bit harder, I would be totally 100% okay with it. But just the way it hit, it just, it's like, hmm. It looked a little sloppy, and then it looked like it didn't really hit, and then all she got three counts. So um, <clears throat> that's all I had to say on it. But, you know, the match was great. I enjoyed the match, you know, all the way around. Um, I'm okay with the finish. I figured that Tony was going to win, anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't think I think James Hayter's a star, it. though. She is absolutely, and when she I finally really gets her day and gets her spotlight, the fucking sky's the limit. Uh, yeah. I think she's, I, I, you know, I I think she should be there like a year ago, but with everyone else they have building up and keep bringing in, I think she's got to be about six months to a year before she gets her time. Um, I think if they, they actually let away, her, if they actually let her go on the mic, now she's got toned down the, the cussing that she likes to do. Like if you ever, <laughs> if you ever seen her and B Priestley. Together, like backstage cutting promos when they were overseas, like she gonna have to tone that down a little bit. But she's got a really good. I mean, fucking do they, fuck you, British person out. Well, she Eddie can't be Kingston saying out there talking. They have Eddie Kingston out there doing whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, I, yeah, but Eddie Kingston ain't out there like telling people to suck his fucking cock like her and B Priestley I'm, were doing. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but I don't know. I just think I think when they let her go and be herself, where she's not like Britt Baker's little lackey. Whenever that, I I got a feeling she's gonna be a really good baby face when the power struggle where her and Britt Baker happens, or well, he'll they, they can make Britt Baker the fucking 
they hinted at that again this week when they're doing the promo with Tony Schiavone in the back. And Britt says, oh, if, you know, we end up in the semis against each other, it'll be a great match and the best woman will win. And she looks over at Rebel and it's like, kind of like winks like, ha, yeah, we yeah. know how that's going to end, you know? So yep. it's coming. But, uh, I'm I'm enjoying the women's tournament. Uh, Red Velvet. It was announced that. Have you heard about all this shit with uh Sheeta? Sheeta? Yeah, I was reading it this morning. Uh, there's like two stories going to that one. There's the one on TV, and then there's the one that's not being broadcast. Yeah, apparently um, she Atlanta didn't know her spot. Yeah, apparently Sheeta didn't know that she wasn't gonna be, or she didn't know she was in the tournament, and so she went overseas and wrestled. And I mean, it's such a convoluted story, honestly. I kind well, of and what I saw was that I don't wanna... she had an agreement to go work Japan, mm-hmm. but like the miscommunication of when she needed to be back and all this got miscommunicated. So she thought she was still good in her what she was doing in Japan before she came back. Um, then they, you know, Tony got his fucking panties in a bunch and got all buttered. You know, and... real quick, there's a lot of fucking turmoil <clears throat> being reported in AEW. Like, like you had Cody leave, you had the thing with Big Swole. You got reports that MJF isn't happy with his fucking contract, and that he and he made that shit known again on Wednesday night. And now you have the stuff with Sheeta going on, like slowly but surely, like little cracks are starting to happen now, and people are jumping ship again. Not everybody wants to go to A or stay there. Um, I'm intrigued to see like how this all gets handled. You know, obviously, I'm not sitting here wishing like everybody leaves AEW, but. This shit was bound to happen, and now it is happening. And now I want to see how everybody, fans included, react. Are they just going to blindly be like, I'm Team AEW, like they mm-hmm. did with Big Swole, like they are trying to do with Cody, or are they going to actually start taking notice like they do with WWE and say, well, maybe this isn't right. Maybe this isn't getting done right. Because right. you know how the AEW tribalism shit is right now. It's yeah. out of hand. And like right now, I mean, MJF called out Tony in the back. <clears throat> talking about he didn't want to talk about his contract. He called out, started talking about Cody leaving. Um, but then, yeah, you talk about, like, not only that turmoil, but then people want to talk shit about the way WWE does things, yet AEW is just fucking letting people go without even saying anything, and then nobody says shit. You know, like, I get that Marco's stunt probably wasn't drawing um, any seats at all. <laughs> you know? But, like, even, you know, uh, the guy from Dark Order. They just fucking let him go. Yeah. You know, and no one's saying shit about that. Like, okay. You guys aren't going to say that's like, the, that's like the third person in the last couple months that they've let go and no one's saying shit. Like, okay. Didn't they let go of Joey Janela too? Yeah, but they let go of Joey Janela a while back though. Like that a long time ago. Still fucking. Um, he was one of the first fucking people there. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And now so. just out, out <clears throat> with you, sir. Um, Another thing that happened on Dynamite was the match at the end of the night. Uh, Darby, Darby versus Island. Jeff Hardy. First off, our boys over at uh, Fully Posable, Jeff and Scott. So Scott, the other brother, he does another wrestling show called Wrestling Drunk, Drunk Wrestling History, mm-hmm. with him and another guy, and they made a tweet, and I've been scared. I've been scared to go back and look at it just to see the replies. Oh, shit. He said, wow, what a way for Darby Allen to Owen, to honor Owen Hart by trying to die with a fall. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, my God. Now, I'm not saying Scott said it or I don't know which one of them tweeted yeah, it. Yeah, but, but one of them tweeted it. And I was just, I read it. You know, the meme where you read the phone and you're like, yeah, like, what the fuck? 
I was like, oh, this, motherf- this motherfucker just said what I think he just said. Yeah, he I said that he shit. Uh-oh. But like EJ says in the chat, what was the point? It was stupid. It made no fucking sense for that to happen. Like, are you what, are you talking about the one he made off the top bunk, turnbuckle to the side of the of the ring? No, when Jeff Hardy's on all the chairs and he's on the fucking ladder and he does a fucking flip and lands. Oh, on gotcha. Yeah. I mean, Darby. There was, there was a few times shit. it was just stupid. Even Darby Jeff does some making stupid a bump. Shit. Jeff doing the bump off the top rope onto the the, the you, just so you're, just so side. we're clear, you're talking about wrestling when you say Jeff did a bump, right? I, I mean, it's AEW, so all things go right. Uh, <laughs> but that that match had a bunch of shit that was unnecessary, you know. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm just like, don't do it. Like, what the fuck's like? What's the fucking point, Jeff? I need like Sting to quit hanging out with Darby Allen because now he's jumping Seriously. off the shit for no reason. Oh, <laughs> uh, my gosh. Like, they're going to – Darby's going to turn on Sting pretty soon, and he's just going to join up with Jeff Hardy, and him, the two of them, are just going to be the fucking crash test dummies or something. I don't know. But I thought it was a good match, though. And, and here's the thing. I'm not a, I'm not the biggest Darby Allen fan. I'm not really going to say I'm a fan, but I do enjoy watching him time to time. Mm-hmm. But I'm a big Jeff Hardy fan, so I'm glad he got the one. I know you can care less about him, but – I love the fact that he won that match. Yeah. Um, also on Dynamite, you got MJF and Wardlow, which is a good storyline. But let me tell you, I'm so sick of MJF's like, I like MJF now. Now, if you've been a fan of Boots to the Face and you've heard us since the beginning of this, I started out hating MJF and he's constantly fucking growing on me. When he starts talking shit about CM Punk, like I'm a fan for life after that, right? So I like MJF. What I don't like is the retread storyline. Like, every, every fucking every wrestler time. he goes and feuds with, they have to jump through all these fucking hoops just to fight him. You got to take 10 lashes. Didn't we do that with Cody already? Didn't Jericho have to, like, fight the whole fucking MJF squad in order to get to him? Now Wardlow's doing a mixture of both of them. Cody did it. Every every CM Punk did it. Literally, every person that has a match with MJF follows the same exact program. And everyone sees it, and it's not entertaining. Like nothing changed. Even his promos don't change. Only thing that changes is the name he's talking to. Everything's the fucking same exact thing with MJF. People love the guy. Yeah, he's fucking cookie cutter, and everything's the same on the sheet. Um. Yeah, EJ says that makes no sense. I'd say fuck it. I'm not doing all that for a match. Like yeah, yep. like we're we're wrestlers. Why the hell I got to get on my knees and let somebody hit me with a leather strap 10 times just to wrestle? I'll just go wrestle somebody else. And if Wardlow wants out of his contract, logically, he's still getting paid. Fuck it. I'll just fucking, <laughs> I'll let these motherfuckers come out. I'll beat up a jobber. Also, aesthetically, the look of fucking Wardlow beating the dog shit at all those security guards at once. And they're just coming in waves. And he's just, it just looks fucking dope as hell. Like. They're doing everything right with Wardlow besides the whole MJF lash thing. But as far as like how they're booking him leaving MJF, they have done that so per- like I told you, when I was in Orlando and all he did was fucking sit the ring down on the ta- on the ring and walk away, like that was one of the pops of the night. Was just him coming out there not giving him the fucking ring. Like they have done so good with this dude. Like I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know how how he's going to get to the world title or anything like that, but I'm, I'm intrigued to see that. 
Uh, but he's got to get by MJF uh, first. I think he ends up going TNT title first and then makes his way there. But he's already lost to Scorpio Sky. <sighs> That's true. Fair and first time in the middle of the ring. First, no, it's a new Scorpio though. Remember, it's gonna be a different title ring. It's gonna be a different Scorpio. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't look yes. different when he was a hidden fucking. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. But go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Well, you want me to tell you what happens? Yeah, by all means. I hope he. I'm guessing he won. Okay, so. He told Ethan and uh, Fat Boy, what's Fat Dude's name? Lambert. Fucking Dan Lambert. He told Lambert, <laughs> Jericho said, look at him waddling his fat ass down to the ring. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he told them to stay backstage because they were doing a little promo with Mark Henry. And he's uh-huh. like, this is going to be a different title reign. I'm going to bring respect to the title. Y'all can take the night off. Well, fucking Kazarian's got him in the one-armed chicken wing and he's about to pass out. They come out and cheat. And then Scorpio hits the TKO to beat him. So Kazarian's like, your fucking boys cheated, blah, blah, blah. And he's getting in their face like, I told y'all not to do that. Are you saying it? And Paige grabs the mic. He's like, yeah, I cheated. Whose side are you on? Out of nowhere, Scorpio turns around, fucking lays out Kazarian with the title. And then Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti jump the fucking rail and run him off. How are they still trying to make these two motherfuckers face? I don't know. Like, <laughs> just fucking ride the wave. Let them be heels. But yeah, so Scorpio kept the title, but turned on Kazarian uh, I agree with EJ. He says I think they should have made Scorpio face because Sammy was getting a little too much heat. And I think Scorpio's a a natural face. Like people fucking like the dude. Love the guy, man. Yeah, you want to like, cheer for him, but SCU was a fucking heel faction, and people love them because of Scorpio. You literally, you know? <laughs> literally came out and talked shit about your city. And you I mean, cheered for it. <laughs> their number one song t-shirt is this is the worst city I have ever been in. And it sells out everywhere you go. I have two of them. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I got two of them. Um, and it's funny because every time I happen to wear one, it's like we go to a town or I've been to a town. It's like a little touristy town. And I look down. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, that's funny. People are going to think I hate this little town. This poor little town. Um, the, the last thing we need to touch on with <laughs> AEW is the world title. Uh, and I have a question also about the women's title, but the world title, I'm intrigued. I'm I'm in it. Punk and and Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. I really don't want Punk to be the world champion. I do like Punk leaning into the heel side of it because people are That's now kind of cheering against him. But if Punk Hangman Page title, is on, a, I may stop watching AEW for a minute. For a minute, I, I have I have I have a, a a little bit of a take here though. I think Hangman Page has had the best title run of AEW as far as wrestling and Um, I I think it's pretty close. Who he's beaten, how he's beaten them. Um, Now, he's not on TV talking and all that kind of shit like as much as the other guys were. But as far as like being a champion, defending the belt and fucking beating people, I think he's had the best run. I like like Mox's run a lot. Um, I think Mox had a really good run. He was fighting all the time. Uh, Omega's was running the whole time. I fucking, you know, and then he had fucking dipshit holding the mic next to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho's was fun because it's Jericho, but but it was, was just about so the same as other, Omega. Yeah, there was so much more shit around it. Not no so much fighting. Um, no, I I thought Moxie's was was fantastic. I, I, as far as Hangman Page, I feel like the last the last half of his reign has been great. The first half was kind of like where the fuck is he? Nah, What's he I doing? Know. I mean, he was wrestling fucking it Daniel Bryan as soon as he won. But you can look at you can look at his his title reign, and they look like the first half versus the second half, and they look like two different title reigns. 
I don't agree. Uh, I, but I, think I enjoy his first half was really I, I fucking enjoy good. His I'm a Hangman fan. I, I mean, that he had a 60 minute match draw with Daniel Bryan, and then they had the fucking was it an Iron Man match or something like that they had to where they, I mean, Adam Cole. He's had two matches against him. Uh, who else did he beat? He's beat a, he's beat a couple really good fucking people and beat him handedly and fair and square in the middle of the ring like match of the night every time they do it. Fuse, haven't they? Has been Cole and and Daniel Bryan. That's all he's had, hasn't it? Okada versus Punk Forbidden Door. Is that official? Or is he just Oh my god. It? Okada will beat the fuck out of him. Give me that. Um I don't want Punk to have a title though. Yeah. So that's the thing with the world title. Where the fuck is Thunderosa? She's waiting for fucking Serena Deeb. That's happening. They already happened. That's happening double or nothing. I know, but she's not on TV ever. Like she's not. She was doing on TV anything. last week. She's the ch- but what did she do? Is what I'm saying. Like when she is she on TV, she had a TV, promo last week on. on when she is on TV, week. though, it's it's so not championship worthy. She had a match last week too. On Dynamite. Yeah. Could have swore she had a match last week. I must have missed that. I I just feel like since she's been the champion, she hasn't been on TV much. There hasn't been a lot of talk about the women's world title anymore. There's more talk about the TBS championship with Jay Cargill than there is with Thunder Rosa. And to me, I don't, I don't like that because I like Thunder Rosa. I think her being the one to beat Britt Baker was the right move. But now it's like, now that she's champ, it's kind of for, like the whole thing with Nyla Rose. What happened with that shit? Like, luckily we got away from that, but now she's facing Serena Deeb. I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like the women's title is taking a big time back seat since she became champion. Um, I mean, I can see that. I also, I, I don't know. I have a different take. I think it's, they don't have it in their face like they did um, with Britt or Nyla Rose, but they also, they've been more video packaged to really build up this feud with Serena Deeb, especially since Serena Deeb is supposed to be the number one contender and been running through everybody. Um, I don't think you want them in the, uh, you know, fighting each other and connecting before their big match. <clears throat> um, I don't know. It's a little bit different than the past. I, Maybe she does need to be a little bit more, but I don't know. I'm not. I don't have a problem with her not being there as much. Um, I think that's that's all I have for AEW. <clears throat> Just a quick, two quick hits. Rick, speaking of what kind of AEW, Rick Flair has been training with Jay Lethal, man. I don't give a fuck. He's coming back. Rick Flair is coming back. I'm not. Pay, I will pay money to not watch Rick Flair wrestle. Pete. Pete just got happy right now. Pete just took the wife inside and said, Rick Flair's coming back. Woo! You want to see Rick Flair wrestle? Fire up the fucking Peacock. Go to YouTube. I don't want to see Rick Flair wrestle in 2022. I ain't want to see Rick Flair wrestle in 2012. Why the fuck I don't want to see him wrestle 10 years later? 2002. 20 years ago, I didn't want to watch Rick Flair wrestle. So, What are we trying um, to do? Watch the guy die in the ring? Because that's what's going to happen. I think that's what he wants. That's literally what's going to (laughs) happen. So, um... I just had it's news. There's actual video of him wrestling, running ropes with um, Jay Lethal, and I'm like, Ugh, really, Jay? Really? Uh, new IWGP United States Champion happened this weekend in a four-way match: Moxley, Tanahashi, Will Osprey, and Juice Robinson. I'm gonna guess Juice Robinson won. You're damn right. 
damn. EJ says he wants to keep up with Sting. He should have quit doing drugs when Sting quit. Quit drinking when Sting quit. Also, he's like 20 years older than Sting. I will say he's like he's a lot older than Sting, though. I mean, Sting's, Sting's fucking Sting's 62. Oh, he's only 10 years older. Well, he, Rick Flair is like 73. He looks like he's 20 years older than Sting. I think that, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Sting can still fucking get around. Rick Flair is like... Ugh. Dude, just just hang it up. Keep doing insurance commercials. He, you and he fucking... needs to pay. He needs to pay for Charlotte's wedding, so he has to come back to the ring. <laughs> um, so Juice Robinson's a new champ. That's that's a match I need to go back and watch. The people you named, and I'm a big Osprey fan. I, you know, Moxley's the guy. Uh, not a real big fan of Juice Robinson, but the dude is winning at life right now. Um, he's actually been not too bad since he last couple months and Tanahashi's been on fire a bit on fire as he always is but I didn't get a chance to fully watch this match so I gotta go back and watch it too but it was originally supposed to be Juice versus Moxley mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and then Tanahashi won the title so then and then getting back and forth so then he got inserted and then um, oh, I'm sorry no it was Tanahashi supposed to be Tanahashi versus Moxley after Tanahashi won the belt at Dontaku and then um Juice Robinson threw himself in there, and then Osprey threw himself in because he had, because he gave he had to give forfeit the title. So he was supposed to he was supposed to fight for the title at Duntaku. So it ended up being a fatal four way. Um, I think it's gonna be. I you know, I was already excited for this match when it was just gonna be Moxie and Tanahashi, but all four of them. I think it's a great. It sounds like a great match to me. What's the deal with Ibushi? I don't know. I don't know if he's hurt. I tried looking into that the other day, but I couldn't come across anything that's that of why he's not around. Because, um, what was it? I forgot what I was watching. I'm like he hasn't been on in a while. Um, he's got some kind of beef going with New Japan right yeah. now. Yeah, he's like, I think he had like a soldier. He had a shoulder issue, but they refused to have surgery. And then he's got like an issue with management there. So it's like, all right. If you just if you want to come hang out with Kenny at AEW, just fucking come, dude. Just go. So I don't know what's going on. I always think it's funny to watch like <clears throat> fucked old up NXT. the titles and then he left. Dickhead. Old NXT stuff and see Ibushi on there. Like, not a big deal at all to mm-hmm. NXT. And he's like one of the biggest fucking stars in Japan. Um, and they just had him as a guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's 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 wild what it's wild all the backstage shit that's coming out in wrestling right now like all these problems with wrestlers versus management um did you see the video of joe black i don't know if you know who joe black is or not marty mm. he's an indie wrestler uh he wrestles at the at the uh the wrestling promotion that's a couple minutes from my house is this the one with the fans yeah yeah where he yeah, yeah. he knocked the guys he knocked the fans head off big corn fed eating fucking hillbilly like he definitely didn't pick on a small fan. <laughs> Knock the guy's hat off. The fan gets up and headbutts him. And then all fucking hell breaks loose. Um, my funny thing is if you if you can find the angle from the opposite side of the ring, you see the guy that Joe Black was wrestling trying uh-huh. to act like it's all part of the show still. And he's like trying to get out there and act like he's punching Joe Black while he's holding him back. And Joe Black's like, no, get the fuck off me. Like, I'm about to try to kill this motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that shit broke off. This is the second time somebody's fucked with Joe Black too. It happened in January. A fan came up on the ringside apron and was like talking shit to him. He like punched the guy three or four times and then kicked him in the head, like had him carried out of the fucking arena. So just 
I mean, there's wrestlers you should try to pick on if you want to try to fight. You know, Orange Cassidy, Adam Cole, those type of people. You don't want to fuck with Joe Black. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, yeah. Fans fighting wrestlers. We're back in business. We're officially done with the COVID era now. Fans and wrestlers yeah, are fighting. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Well, shit, Marty, that's all I got, man. You got anything else you want to add? That's all I got, man. We're uh, about two weeks out from Double or Nothing. Next weekend will be our Double or Nothing uh, prediction show. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of wrestling going on that week, so make sure you guys tune in next week to follow in and join in on the festivities for Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing weekend, I will actually be out of town. Uh, I have to go do some family stuff in Texas and Oklahoma, so I won't be around that weekend, so we'll take you know, we'll have next week's show and then two weeks we won't have a show and then we'll come back to talk about double or nothing. Um and then after that we're fucking we're headed towards money in the bank, hell in the cell and oh, SummerSlam. Money, like, honey, uh, hell in the cell, money in the bank and SummerSlam all within like forty five days. Yeah, and then WWE's got all these stadium shows coming up too. I saw a, a preview of some shit going on over at overseas in england that they're gonna do during yep. fourth of july week not fourth of july weekend no, uh memorial labor day. day weekend labor day labor weekend, day. that's what it is um so yeah it's a lot of fucking wrestling coming down the pike AEW's got forbidden door they uh they, you know they have they've been having these promos with cody with money yeah. in the bank which it's kind of funny because they announced this like a year ago you know uh but they're doing a, you know, they're, Cody's the one that they're, you know, promoting the show on the holiday weekend. I'm like, of course they'd have Cody do it. Yeah. All Cody knows is how to run promotions on holiday weekends. A little slap in the asshole. face. A little slap asshole. in the face to AEW. Like, yeah, we're doing this shit over the holiday week In Las Vegas, no less. We're yeah, starcast. Exactly. I'm like, it's an asshole. Of course speaking he'd be of, the one to fucking do that shit. Speaking of, I know you got to go, Marty, but how about the announcement Starcast is doing fucking SummerSlam <laughs> weekend now? Big news. Cody took Starcast winning when he left. <clears throat> Damn right he did. I would love to know the backstory behind why Conrad didn't want to do Starcast anymore, and now he's doing it during the WWE weekend and not AEW. Something fucking happened. Oh, I can promise you. Happened. Yep. Something happened with because Tony, now AEW does a little AEW does their little fan fest type thing when they go mm-hmm. places now. So I wonder if Tony just wanted all the money for himself and like sure, told his wrestlers not to go. Yeah, I don't think that that they have as much freedom to do what they want as they used to, or as, as much as they think. Yeah, as they, as, as much as they would lead the fans to think. Exactly. Um, but I'm now I'm now intrigued as to who's going to be at Starcast because if you're not going to have AEW people there, WWE clearly isn't going to let fucking people go to Starcast. Yes, they can. With the new with the new program. They, they came out like, like a couple months ago. They can do those signings. They can do those conventions. They can do all that shit now. They can do that third-party stuff now. Mm-hmm. So they may get some WWE people there. You mean I can finally go meet Becky Lynch? Possible, man. Now, whether – I mean, if WWE's not doing an event that weekend, I don't see why they would hold them back. They've already come out and said they can do it, that they can start doing that kind of stuff. Could you they imagine how much income. money they would have to pay Roman Reigns to go to StarCast? Oh, my <laughs> Not quite as much as The Rock to come to WrestleMania, but hey, fucking y'all want y'all want Roman Reigns at Starcast and shit like that. Get ready for those tickets to be high as giraffe pussy. They were high the last time to the point where I didn't want to fucking go. You think those tickets were high? Wait until WWE stars get on there and Conrad's got to pay them. Y'all are gonna yeah. have to pay for that. <clears throat> so y'all better start saving up now. It'd be nice if they would have told you a year ago when you could start putting your money aside instead of two months beforehand. But hey, it is right. what it is. But cool, Starcast will be fun. I'm sure. Uh, 
I'm sure I'll go hit the hotel and just, like walk around and check it out. That's always fun. Um, you never got to do a Starcast, Marty. So fucking, you get to see what it's like with all the fucking neck beards and and body odor and the and whole being in, in in Nashville in the middle of the summertime. Mm-hmm, Ugh. Mm-hmm. Have a I'm gonna have a face mask just to fucking keep the scent out. It'll be fun. Fuck COVID. This is for your body odor. <laughs> all right. Well, for Marty Vasquez. I'm Chris Rucker. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 183. We'll be back next week, 11.30-ish a.m. Eastern Standard Time, maybe. Who knows? We'll, we'll tweet it out. Follow us on all our social medias. Until then, peace! Later.